1: Along with Zach as always
0: As always
1: As always
0: Just we don't know how consistent but hey, Dude we say this
1: every episode, I'm, not even, I'm done, I'm done We <laughs> release an episode when we damn well feel like it True man <laughs> Nah I'm happy to be back Um You know yeah it's been a while but hey Life man, life But uh, we're not going away At least not yet So It's always uh a good people will have to
0: try to get rid of us. Sure, we're leisurely, but we're... Hmm, I don't know what other word we could be described as.
1: <laughs> uh, that's, that's very true.
0: I was like, we're leisurely, but dedicated? No, dedicated people would be more strict. Yeah. I mean, I'm not apathetic. And it's like, um, as someone who studies economics, just, you know, we're decreasing the supply, which... Will increase the price and want for our podcast.
1: Well, I look at it like there is a plethora of anime podcasts that release more frequent than us, and that the supply and the demand will never be met because I think there's more supply than the demand for anime podcasts.
0: I would say that's going to say if, if you're trying to listen to all different podcasts and we're like let's say third on the list of like your favorite, then. It's fine if we release every month because you're only going to get enough free time to listen to it every month anyway. There you go. It's like, do you want us to be another podcast that adds to, like, a queue? Like, I listen to some podcasts, and I end up skipping so many episodes because they release like, two a week. I just don't have time to go through that many and catch up. I want to listen to, like, the newest one, you know? So,
1: like, what kind of – I don't care what kind of podcast it is, but what what are some of your favorite podcasts?
0: Uh – well, this one doesn't release a lot, but I really like Hardcore History, Dan Carlin. I've heard about that one. Yeah, I've heard of that and one. And Planet Money, Freakonomics. Uh, yep. Freakonomics is great, even if you don't like economics, though obviously I do. And NPR is just always, in Planet Money specifically, just has incredible production value. I'm always impressed. Dude, every
1: in- podcast NPR does is like the creme la creme, like audio yeah. sex for your
0: ears. Like even if I'm not interested in the subject, like... I love most of the people that do the reporting and how well it sounds in the interviews. (laughs) I
1: I, I wish. Like, I honestly, I don't know anything about editing audio other than, like, cut some shit out. I I can't level. I've learned to level. Like, now it's like, okay, now I know. Like, you go back and listen to our old episodes, like, oh, God. Uh, I feel like once you came on board and I got better with stuff, they're they're probably the best sounding podcast we have. But I, I remember, what, about a month or two ago, I was looking for a... For uh, our site, to see how things were, and I find I came across—I think it was a Tumblr or something, or like a WordPress thing—where someone was like, "Oh, my favorite anime podcasts," and we were listed. But one of the things they said was, "Well, they don't sound as good as the others." And I'm just like, "Yeah, that's true." I, I just don't know what to do. I'm—I'm I'm an IT guy. I don't an audio guy. Like, I—I I, I don't know. Maybe it's
0: the. But then you have to put it in perspective because, like, I listen to other popular podcasts like some of Tim Ferriss' and stuff. And for a very famous and popular person, his don't sound good. <laughs> so, like, there's plenty of people that are certainly popular and, yeah. and far more offensive. They're, like, static or, like, at least stars sounds nice, but not... Like, super high quality. There's some that just, like, have some sort of grating noise that, like, is unlistenable on headphones. Oh,
1: yeah. I've listened to podcasts. (laughs) I mean, I've told the story about the one that asked us to come on. And their, like, co-host's girlfriend was, like, snoring in the background. And I was like, "What, what, what? Who? Who wants to listen to this? Right. Like, at least, yeah, I type or I might whatever. But it's like not like a constant I, I don't know, I just try for something that's listenable, where it's not like uh, great because I, I honestly I, I don't I don't know what more I could do other than buy you a really nice microphone, and buy me because I've been wanting to buy, for a couple of years now a sure, uh SMB7 microphone but they're like after everything you need, is like 500 bucks
0: hmm well, like, I feel like once you get to that point, a lot of the issue is like soundproofing of a room and yeah, I live in an apartment. I, no, I, exactly. I can't tell people around me to like always be quiet, you know. <laughs> yeah, same. Um course, so, I, like at that point it becomes like a studio versus uh office issue. It's like drywall isn't yeah. sound dead perfectly.
1: No, exactly. Although it is kind of funny. Um probably about six years ago seven years ago, maybe, you know, six or five years ago, I was recording, it was during summer, and there was a shooting outside my wa- my window, and oh, the, the microphone picked it up, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, what the, f-? there's a fucking shooting going on, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't wait to move, <laughs> kids uh, don't buy $500 a month apartments, they, they don't get very well protection from shootings. <laughs> so, there hasn't been any
0: shootings, but people play like obnoxious music or start up their shitty car outside my apartment. So, I'm sure like I'll never reach the level. No, no one will ever obtain NPR in a residency because no. like, you can't keep people away from you. Well, that, and
1: I'll be honest, like I have a mixer, but I don't do anything with it. I've looked at stuff like the uh, I forget what it's called. It's like an, uh, it's a little box that you just plug your microphone in and that's it. Like, it turns it from like, I forget the name. It's like it's like 99 bucks. I forget the name of it. It's on Amazon. But no, I've been looking at like, I've wanted to step up our audio quality, but I'll be honest, I'm just not technical enough to be like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. And I got friends like JP of, um, you know, his wide variety of shows, Starcast and, and Whiskey Thursday and whatnot. Go check out, uh, I don't know, uh, fightbait.com all his he's an audio engineer for a professional and he's mm. helped me out with some stuff but i, I kind of feel like i'd need someone like that to enhance their podcast but again we're just this is just speaking as i play with the thing on my
2: desk
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could um, never improve exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't gotta... know enough about not banging on desks to ever make it better. Exactly. Know.
1: How 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 can this not get better? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um uh no, I think like some I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. I pay for the Wrestling Observer uh podcast. It's like 10 bucks a month, but you get really cool stuff like review shows from like 20 years ago and And all kinds of cool podcasts. Like, I listen to Anime World Order sometimes. I used to listen to ANCAST a lot. But now it's become, like, the the Hope and... Well, now it's not Hope anymore. It's Jacob. The Jacob and Zach show. And it's just... It's not interesting anymore. uh, This is not fun to listen to
0: anymore. I forgot which one I even listened to. Last time I listened to one, they were just talking about your name. And it felt... More like a commercial than a review. I mean, mm. they're better about some things. Like when I listen to big name anime podcasts, they're far better than we are about talking about whom did this and this person did the animation for this part. And you made that note like really good at analyzing the industry.
1: Oh yeah. No, I but I, I half of it like... sounds
0: like infomercial. Yeah, you know, like and this part would be the great part to bring your kids to go i and like uh <laughs> I don't know.
1: See, to me, like, I watch anime for entertainment. I don't watch anime. Now, if you told me, like, Kono Yo, Yo uh, I know some names like uh, Takayuki Shimbo or or or, or um, Yoko Kano for the music. You know, a couple of different names. Watanabe, uh, Sh- Shiro, uh you know, Watanabe. Like, the guy I'm, who created uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop now if you said hey you know because he made space dandy not too long ago hey they're doing another show i watched space dandy because of that but i'm not gonna be like oh man uh such and such director uh, i i don't i don't i don't want to know all this stuff i don't want to learn them stuff. talking
0: about it they're like it's nice that this junior animator found his niche with this ocean animation scene and like like, How can you I? enjoy the show if that's the stuff you think no, about? No,
1: exactly. Like, I'm glad he got work. Like, no, I'm glad they got work. But like, <laughs> I'm not going to memorize the staff from from A to Z and be like, oh yeah, he he worked on um on the fifth episode of uh, the Dragon Ball Z series uh, Super, and he uh he did some key animation for the the Goku versus Gohan versus uh uh you know thing fight. <laughs> Broly. His, key, his his key animation was on point there. You know, it didn't look like yeah. shit. <laughs> i get I, exactly how i, I want to enjoy the story i want to enjoy the 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 show itself i want to be entertained i don't want to know you know
0: mm-hmm. all the nitty-gritty and, and like i appreciate people that know that because say I, I make a comment like oh i thought the fight scene, for example, in the Dragon Ball Z you mentioned was just really well done and I really like how these animations were and stuff. And then that person that's knowledgeable tells me why it was that way. Cool. But in podcast form, I just can't digest it. I'm never going to remember any of those names. I just... I'm not interested.
1: <laughs> no, I, I've been listening to the Anime World Order for maybe 10 years and I listen to them off and on. But I mean, overall, I really like Daryl. I really like, I like Clarissa. I like... um God damn it. I can't think of his name. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've been listening for 10 years. I can't remember everyone's name. Jesus well, I am a great fan of their... Uh, but I mean, they do a good job of... Um... God damn it. I can't, I can't remember his name. I'm not going to go look it up either. <laughs> I feel awful, though. Because everybody <laughs> deserves credit. Um, no, but I feel like they do a really good job of being informative and being entertaining. They don't like... They aren't like making it boring where they're like hmm well this guy uh, he worked on uh, 14 <laughs> different shows from 2000 to 2004 you know he just got to get to work consistently no they like name drop and they explain you know why a show might be you know if they're doing like, a spin-off show or whatever you know why was a spin-off show created or whatever I wouldn't get into that far because I, I, I don't care it's like I want to watch a show for <laughs> entertainment value you know, now if I know it's a show to spin off because of the show I watched, well, then there you go. But I, can honestly, anyone explain
0: to me why the Fate day night spin off of Ilya exists,
1: Um, fan service and money. Yeah, they, you know, it's like they, they're having
0: a movie. It's like four seasons in a movie now. It's about to surpass, like the intellectual property of like the original series.
1: So, <laughs> you know, you might be shocked by this. Um, uh, You know, you might be shocked by this, Zach
0: i angered.
1: Anime exists to make money. It's it's a it's 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 not there for entertainment, it's there to make money.
0: That makes no sense. I know. It should well, just be there to serve people, the people's anime. The people's they yeah, so we're gonna work for free. Yeah, communist anime. Capitalism failed us. Stalin no anime. Stalin era anime. Pretty sure that's what girls in Panzer is. <laughs> Stalingrad <laughs> anime. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh man, where where did we go? What was the whole point of like we've been twelve minutes into this
0: show. No, oh, no, this is a great discussion. It's about is. podcasts. That's already twice as relevant as we normally are. That is we're true. An, we're an anime podcast. We're still in the two keywords.
1: Yes. Can you believe next year is going to be ten years?
0: No, I mean for me, it's we just be
1: five. we just did our ninth year. Of podcast. Well, I just did my ninth year of podcasting, February of two thousand eight, the first. Well, it was probably January actually, of two thousand eight. The first episode of the Bonsai Beat went on the air uh, at Bonsai Beat. Doc, at uh, what was it? Uh, bon, anime Bonsai blog. net. That's what it was. <laughs> um, I was a blogger for a, for a for a site that called Anime Bonsai, and I was like, oh, the Bonsai Beat, you know, news and stuff. The beat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get it, we don't do news anymore we, though. No we
1: don't But uh, I remember Um, ah, uh, ah, uh, you say um too much uh, That was the most feedback I ever got in an episode <laughs> You say and um too much You were so proud
0: slash devastated Yes Yeah it'll be an interesting anniversary Because I'll also Officially be here for half of the show's life Woo. It'll be my five year
1: It feels like yesterday when I posted on Reddit That I needed a podcast host
0: Yeah, what a scary place to look for a host. Reddit's opinions are scary and hive mind-like.
1: Yeah, well, I've learned to (laughs) not care anymore. You could have found the
0: worst person. Maybe I am the worst person. Yes, you are the worst. (laughs) Although,
1: I feel bad for uh, Kirby. Who's that? That's the girl we kind of ran off when when we were like, you don't have a microphone? And she went on her laptop and... I feel bad for her. I always, like, feel bad for I
0: her. I didn't even remember that was a person. Yes. Hopefully she's still a fan. I don't know. No, she isn't because she heard me. Yes. What?
1: They remember me.
0: I just remember the... gel. No, wait. That's your name. Bacon Guy.
1: Yes. Whatever happened to Bacon? He
0: reviewed Claymore and he was, yes. like, super into it. And I'm like, that show is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even true to the manga. For once, I felt like the snobby fan when we both started, but...
1: Nah, to each their own, though.
0: I still don't regret my first review of Future Diary. That show's great. Yep.
1: Battle Royal anime for the win.
0: True. Yeah, that was right after, like, Hunger Games came out and I read all the books, too. That's probably why. I was on my Battle Royale kick. There
1: you go. Uh,
0: all right, well, I guess we can talk about anime now. I've never done reminiscing like old people.
1: Oh, in Marday. All fitting
0: for my birthday. Yeah, how old are you now? 50? Yeah, I feel like it. No, only 24, much to the dismay of everyone in my grad program, because they're all like at least 30. (laughs) Really? Yeah, well, not really, but I'm exaggerating. But they're all older than me. They're all like at least 26, so two years or more, because most of them do Masters before they do the PhD. I'm just skipping along, because I'm so Mm
1: -hmm. smart. Oh, there you go. You already got your Masters.
0: Yeah, unofficially. You know what you should go watch?
1: Masters of Martial Arts. And then this is my review. Yep. Masters of Martial Hearts.
0: Does it have real. That's not the Kendo one, right?
1: That's the one with. That's Bamboo Blade, right? Yeah, (laughs) that's Bamboo bamboo Blade. Masters of Martial Hearts. They fight and their clothes fall off. Like, I punch you. That's
0: just like me in my PhD program. You're fighting
1: economics? Mm
0: hmm. I'm graphing, and my clothes fall off.
1: Oh, man. That's hot. That's hot.
0: Actually, I started... This is like a side note, and, and no very related to anime, but uh, I'm the only white person in my cohort, and they call me The American, which makes me, sound, which makes me sound like some sort of main character from like a Harrison Ford movie, but I am known as The American. I mean, the people that actually know me just call me Zach, but... But the rest of them refer to me as the American, which makes me sound like a spy or something. And they're all obsessed with how I go to the gym. So they made me – they didn't make me, but they asked me to bring them. So now I'm training like my foreign army in the gym.
1: So are these like – what nationality if you don't – are they all Chinese?
0: No. Uh, In my group of friends, there's one Chinese person, two from Bangladesh, two from Nepal, and one from India. And one from Iran, but I don't really talk to that guy as much.
1: Gotcha. I'll just bite my tongue. So, like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm a beyond. variety,
0: but, like, no European people. Gotcha. Strange.
1: At least they don't call you a Yankee or, like, cowboy.
0: <laughs> they might, like, but not to my face. <laughs> hey, it's Tony Romo. I'm, yeah, they probably have some, like, racist term for me when I'm not there. <laughs> It's all right. I accidentally called them Indian because, like, I, I just had to generalize about them. I'm like, oh, I, they heard me on my phone with wait, my brother.
1: Wait, wait, that's... wait. What, what do they prefer to – what do you call them?
0: Well, none of them are from India
1: is
0: oh, the problem. So you... See, we're just ignorant white people. Oh, but... we are. That is terrible. What do you What do you four, say then? The four people they're are from Nepal, so they're Nepali. They're or...
1: Napanese. <laughs> isn't it, is it Napanese, isn't it? Nepal?
0: <laughs> no, Nepali.
1: Nepali. Okay. I learned... like
0: Pali, from Rocky
1: hey i'm Polly from new york <laughs> give me some yeah. of
0: pizza but they're from now it's Nepal. italian and bangladesh is Bangalian.
1: bangalore yeah but anyway
0: i called them like because collectively they're like four people that are from around the india area so i'm like oh i'm with my indian friends and they got all upset like, none, of, <laughs> like, none very- of us are from india and i'm like oh okay my bad
2: so- sorry <laughs> guys.
0: yeah sorry but, like, I wouldn't but, be insulted yeah. if someone's like, oh, I heard you were from Illinois. Well, I am officially. I need a better example. Oh, you're from Ohio.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> from New York City. New York City.
0: Yeah. I guess there's some bad places in the U.S., but having lived near Detroit, they couldn't really pick a Yeah, city. I was going to say. Yeah. Having lived in Detroit, they can't really pick a city to associate with me that I'd be offended with. Go
1: tell them like, you're from Compton. See if they know what that is. <laughs> Just say <laughs> no, Ice they, Cube, they knew what Detroit Dr. Was Dre. Easy E, NWA, straight out of Compton, bitch.
0: Uh,
1: anywho, what are we reviewing today?
0: We're talking about the Godfather, the Godfather
1: anime. of anime. No, no not that Tok- makes it sound like it's good. Hold on, there's but... a lot of Godfathers of anime. There's Tokyo Godfathers from our favorite guy,
0: Satoshi See, Khan. So you hear this shitty car outside? Oh yeah. Yeah, see, this is what I have to deal with. It's some, like, terribly old oh, Toyota, yeah. oh, like, Supra yeah. or something, and he just sits out there and revs it before he goes, because it's so shitty it won't stay running. <laughs> it has
1: to be warm. Yeah. That's and awesome. I mean, it's,
0: it's fucking hot here today. It was like 80. Dude, it was 74
1: about. here today, and it's fucking February. God bless Mother Nature. That's and what I'm saying. Global warming. It was
0: 82 here, so. Uh, I don't know why he needs to rev it up, but that's what I have to deal with. This is why we can't have nice podcast sounds.
1: <laughs> well, I thought the uh, podcast was very good until the, the ruffian and the and the Ford Pinto decided to rev this engine wildly.
0: Yeah. They need to it, really please. work on their sound quality control. Yes, yes. Try living where no one else lives.
1: Yes. We need to get soundproof booths and top-of-the-line microphones. And... Mm-hmm whatnot anywho we are going That's to be cool. reviewing last season's 91 days which i gotta say i'm excited to do because for once it's an original story it's not it's not uh it's not based on off anything it's all original
0: and well, I mean, interestingly it took you like 91 days after it ended to finish it
1: hey i had to watch the funimation dub and i'm glad i did
0: Leave I regret not doing it. So. Dude, it was awesome.
1: Um, But yeah. So uh, what have you been watching through this time?
0: Oh man. A fair amount of airing things. I don't want to say everything because there's like so much anime each season and then I see people on Reddit. I don't want to get on a tangent again, but briefly. Um, You mean <laughs> I they see... watch
1: everything and they're like, mm, Yeah, well yeah. not
0: even watching everything is the problem. People are worried slash concerned that suddenly there'll be less anime produced. We're in, like, the golden age of anime, and I'm like, well, if less is produced... Dude, if
1: less is produced, we're going to do better. Yeah. Jesus I'm like, Christ. that's cool,
0: because, like, maybe it'll either be better, or I'll just, you know, finish half the shows instead of 10% of them.
1: Oh, wow, there's 60 new shows in a three-month <laughs> block. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know
0: why people are concerned about Four-month that. Block. Oh, no, it it's like, months. you would have to only watch anime ever to finish all the shows, which maybe some people are into,
1: but... I guess. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, I remember, in like, Ten years ago, we didn't get probably half as much as we get now. And now it's like, oh, here's 80 new shows for the next three months.
0: Yeah, now if there's like 10 OVAs instead of like 20, people are like, well, it's just such anime's a sad dying. season for anime.
1: <laughs> anime is dying, Zach. I've been <laughs> hearing for ten years. If you support dying. them
0: by buying more Blu-ray releases, we could have a hundred shows that we don't want to see. Exactly.
1: Come on. Do, do your part.
0: I've been watching my favorite show of the season, Interviews with Monster Girls. You
1: son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) I can't wait to hear your You
1: son of a bitch. So, I first thought this was the spinoff of fucking Monster Girls, whatever that show was.
0: (laughs) Monster Masume. Yes. It's definitely not.
1: See, I thought it was a spinoff. So, I watched it yesterday. So, Funimation's doing the dub. They're up to episode three, and I watched all three damn episodes in one sitting. Not because I wanted to, but I was like, ah, oh, well, there's only three.
0: Okay. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You weren't hooked after the first one? Uh, How can you not find the uh, vampire girl so endearing? Uh, who? The the vampire girl.
1: Yeah, she's pretty hyper, though. Urban. Um. Yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised that this show had nothing to do with Monster Masume.
0: <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I was literally thought... You thought I was just constantly pressuring you into watching like the fans yes! Of show. Yes! I was like, what do they mean, interviewing I'm like, with they, Monster they Girls? They fuck a snake, it's great.
1: I thought it was like a sit-down thing of like each Monster Girl got like, like a one-on-one interview with like John Stossel.
0: John Cena.
2: <laughs> John Cena. <laughs>
1: so, uh... Uh, yes, you're, you're the, uh, you're the snake girl. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, but, but it's, okay, well, I'll talk about why I love it, since you're just not into it.
1: Well, no, oh, I watched all three episodes. I okay. like the vampire girl, because she's all, like, super energetic and happy. But then the Her doula hang...
0: expressions are great, too. Yes.
1: I but... found it funny, though, because I was thinking to myself, you know... there she's like, I'm, oh, see, I'm a vampire! And she had fangs, and I'm thinking to myself... How many anime girls have a fang? I thought of, like, instantly thought of, uh, my little sister can't be this cute. And what's her face? Uh, Ori, or, or, you know, the... What, what's her name? Main character of Oriyemo. Uh, Kirino. Kirino, yeah. She's got the fang thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that doesn't do anything. Like, every anime girl has Yeah, best. but
0: at some point... When she like does her full smile, she has two fangs. Oh. I feel like the fang trope usually only shows one.
1: That is true. You ever because it's it? like a
0: convenient way to like animate you know, somehow the side of their teeth. Yeah. But okay, but she has two. She's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Normal people only have one fang. And <laughs> I watched the first episode dubbed after I watched all six of them subbed.
1: What do you think of the dub? I really like it.
0: I thought it was good. Uh, They portrayed the characters well. Like, going into it, I'm like, okay, I expect this from her personality. Like, really, the defining moment of episode one is, like, when they first sit down and have their discussion or whatever. And so I watched that part. I skipped, like, the beginning. And it was really good. She portrays the high energy. I feel like it's even maybe the Japanese dub is better at portraying how hyper she is but uh, the English is maybe better at portraying the bashfulness. But maybe that's also because I speak the language, and it's easy to tell which words she's embarrassed about saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where in, when I'm reading the sub, it's like, okay, she's really hyper. She seems embarrassed about the comment about sucking blood, but I can't tell which word she was embarrassed about, because, like, she's done saying it before I can read it. Mm-hmm. So I thought it, I thought it works really well because in those one-on-one conversations, you can really focus on like their facial expressions without reading. So, and the show does well animating the different people having conversations. So
1: yeah, although I feel kind of like they, they put a lot of focus on the Doolahan girl, and well, it's kind of funny at first. Like, I always kind of feel like the show. <sighs> It's supposed to make the viewer, like, oh, I want to protect them. They're so cute and innocent, even though they're weird.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Like, that's what I kind of feel like. Like, I don't know how to feel, like, like overall, what's the point of the show? You know, like, obviously, it's supposed to be, like, Slice of Life. Like, oh, they're cute, weird
0: things. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully
1: we find out, like, why these exist or whatever. Cause, like well,
0: you didn't get to the episode, I think, for, Uh yeah, the last one. It.
1: Okay, because the last one was about the succubus teacher.
0: Okay. Yeah, four, you haven't had, like, the snow girl no. get her problems resolved. No, 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 dead. no.
1: That's where it ended up.
0: Yeah, that's was, the like, one that really cements it. It's, like, better than Slice slice of Life for me because it has the other Monster Girl characters, like, stick up for her and it's not just, like, another girl talking to the teacher being, like, like you said, like, the one-on-one just makes you feel bad for them. Well, it's
1: really bad, because, like, I think he brings up good questions, but mm-hmm. I feel like overall, like, like with the Doolahan stuff, like, oh, you're supposed to feel like you're supposed to protect them, and, right. you know, you're supposed to be their white knight,
0: you know? I thought 4 was really cool, because the guy doesn't get involved, and this sounds very Tumblr-esque, <laughs> it's not my intention, but um, it shows how, like, marginalized groups would work together and i mean everyone deals with bullying in high school mm-hmm. and that was like the theme of the episode or whatever but it's it, they make like interesting commentary on it gotcha. now, well you'll have to watch it but the, the main driving point is like everyone deals with bullying it's not the point that you're making fun of people that are weird that shouldn't be behavior at all and the vampire girl confronts these two other girls that are making fun of the snow girl and it it sounds stupid but it was really well done and i'm like oh this is like a nice change from the repetitive formula i thought the show might become
2: mm-hmm.
0: which i was okay with initially because i'm like oh the vampire girl is really cute and i hope she's protected like you said but four really made it my favorite of the season because it showed it can do more than that
1: gotcha and it's only 12 episodes i'm guessing right
0: as far as i know yeah i
1: i really feel like unless you're gonna do like oh they go to the beach or they all do something fun and oh my god look at that i don't feel like the show has a lot of longevity
0: yeah i can see that like i it's mean kind just of there judging to be by like... the opening and stuff like the there's only three main girls plus like the teacher so like you said eventually everyone's issues will be resolved but yeah i think it's a very fun slice of life show and it showed me it could be a little more so
1: no yeah I, yeah i gotcha but yeah, I'll keep watching it. Why not?
0: Yeah, and the dub's good, so I mean it's not like a chore to watch. <laughs> no, exactly. Although I'm into it, so I'm watching them all subbed, but I'll go back and watch them dub probably. If it continues to be how it is now, I enjoy it. I'm watching Gabriel Drop out.
1: I couldn't finish the first or second or the second episode. Oh, I have not yeah. picked it up since.
0: Satania is the best character of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all of her mock evil plans at some point the foil gets old though because they're like the angel characters are bad and the devil ones are just goody two-shoes and uh, it's so funny they don't know (laughs) it's like i mean overall it's a stupid premise i like it less than the monster girl show but um, some of the situations satania gets herself in like the not knowing how to use chopsticks and stuff pretty funny i thought or she like snaps them down the wrong way but they make her character so like brashly confident that it's funny to see her devastated afterwards (laughs) it's like really i guess i can prize the show for like uh mastering tropes enough to have characters that are interesting but the plot is stupid (laughs) and they wear like a ton of different outfits um I don't really notice that in anime, but... Like no, in an normally episode it's not. Normally worn, like, they all wear the
1: things. same thing. Huh? You normally just wear the same thing. Because they usually just wear their school uniform all the time.
0: I guess you haven't seen enough, but, like, even the school episode, they wore what they did before they went to school. They wore the school uniform. Then they had a cooking class and wore, like, cooking stuff. And then afterwards, they had like casual clothes when they're done with school. So that's like four outfits in one. Yeah, no,
1: and I'm saying it's not. No, it's not common. Like usually in anime, they're in their school uniform, night day, night school. The only time they're never not in their uniform usually is like, oh, it's Sunday and we're going to the mall.
0: And they're wearing shorts and a t-shirt, but the same one every time they go. Yeah, it's (laughs) yeah. So I mean, I really praise the show for like putting it all into the characters. What else? Kono Suba, Great show. Um, I was skeptical at first because I liked the first season. Most people like the first season. I see it posted on Reddit all the time. And I'm like, but season two is just going to be the same. I mean, the characters are the same. But they've surprised me, I guess. The recent up ep- two episodes have Darkness as being more of a main character. And I like those a lot.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like getting vibes, like, what the fuck are they trying to do? Like, are they trying to show her getting raped? Like, is that what they're, impl- like, that what they're implying?
0: Because that's what they were implying.
1: I was trying to get uncomfortable, like, what the fuck, you know? And then they're like, oh, what? no, it's really this.
0: She was trying, gonna... unplo- yeah, the whole show thrives on double entendre. <laughs> yeah, but, and... like,
1: rape to me is, like, that's not funny. Like, there should be never, like, they seriously, for three episodes, they implied that she's being raped.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Or at least having sexual advances that she didn't want, unwanted.
0: Yeah. And but but her character enjoys that. No, so I I, I like... get
1: that, but they but they do that stuff in a comedic way where she's like, oh, but don't do it. But that's with that's with the main character and her and you know things like that. That's not this was like I'm gonna kill you and you're a sick bastard and da 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 da. And it's like I, I what, what what am I supposed to take away from this like? She's being gang-raped or something. You know, like, what the fuck's going on? And then it was like, oh, we got you. Like, no, rape should not be used for a fucking comedic effect. Like, honestly, I've never seen a good... Well, let me take that back. I have seen one... God, this is going to sound horrible. I have seen rape used once and a... I do I really want to say this? I can only think of when I watch Now and Then, Here and There, where one of the characters gets raped, but then she fucking murders the shit out of the person who raped her. Like, beats the shit out of him with, like, I forget what it was. Something hard, and she, like, ran away. Like, it was a, like, this horrible thing just happened, but then it's like, you saw her, like, get this, strength from this horrible event to make it stop and make it stop for good. But it was used to like frame the horribleness of the show. And it wasn't using it as like a uh, device to be like, Oh, we need fan service oh, just mm-hmm. do a rape scene or, or have a rape scene for no fucking reason. Because there's been anime that I've watched where they've just had random rape scenes for the sake of shock value. Of, oh, we, we went there! Look at us, we're edgy! Where the scene in Here and There Now and Then, or Now and Then Here and There, uh, felt like, yes, the shock of the event, but the overall tone of the anime is life is cruel and... Terrible, And it fit with everything. But they also made it, like, something where you're not just like, oh, well, that happened. Well, move on. Yeah. It was a very powerful thing. It was a very powerful So, scene. I think you're saying
0: it should be used for effective storytelling. Yes, but, exactly. But never will that overlap with comedy. Yeah, exactly. Because I really felt like... It's like, Perfect Blue uses it good. Because it's like the movie she's acting in, where she gets raped. Or Gunslinger Girl, where the girls are a result of something tragic and one of them is, like, from a snuff film where she gets raped and it's, like, uh, the super contrast of, like, a terrible incident, the redemption, and then, like, her cleaning up society. So, like, yeah, it can be effective storytelling, but never be a good
1: plot device or a good way... Yeah,
2: Yeah,
1: like, to me, like... Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. I'm not going to say anything more. Yes, you were were 100% right. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I I was trying to... And I didn't want to say something like, oh, yeah, anyway, anyway, yes, you were <laughs> correct. So, otherwise, I've really been enjoying Konosuba, and you're right, it's it's very much the same. What's starting to kind of piss me off, though, is, like, every time the girl in the glasses shows up, she's like, oh, I need your help! It's like, yeah, why? Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> but, is, it, is the joke supposed to be, like, they're never going to get out of the starting area, like... Like, personally, I want to see these people, like, grow, like, yeah. like, like get new skills and, and Like, I like when
0: Megaman's rival was there, because I'm, like, a new character, and then yeah. Darkness has more episodes now, so cool. Like, she Her only trope was, like, she likes the abuse, yeah. but now, like, she's a real character. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. So I'm excited Aqua and, like, Megaman took a backseat yeah. for new characters, but... And there's still, like you said, like an unnecessary amount of like setting up the episode where like they run into someone and they run into the girl with the glasses and they're blamed for something, but it's not their fault. And now they're in debt and they have to undo it. Like, yeah, I'm, t- I'm tired of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's this is a fucking game. Like you don't go in debt in the game. You just have yeah. no coins. You know, I can't go. It, in it seems debt resolved at the it.
0: most recent one. But. Well,
1: okay, I haven't watched that one. The last one I watched was like. Five, I think. I don't, it's I don't
0: know. The arranged marriage one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's one after that. Darkness is the main character again. That
1: okay. one was
0: my favorite so far of the season.
1: I haven't watched it yet, so I probably they run get... into
0: another of the like demon king's army or whatever.
1: Yeah, bring the demon king back. He was awesome. Um. But yeah, no. I just feel like I'm liking Konosuba. I mean, I watched all the episodes in one sitting. I was like, ah, oh, this is fun. But. Yeah. I could start to see where they're like, oh, we're re- repeating that again. Oh, they're doing that again. Oh, they're doing that again. Uh,
0: okay. And maybe that's re- re- that may have been what prompted them to, you know, make a joke that went too far, like the rape one, because uh, when you're already the extreme, ridiculous comedy show, how do you stay new? Like, you really got to push the envelope, you know?
1: I guess. I, I just think, like, people like to show – for the comedy, they aren't staying for a serious plot. Mm-hmm. To me, rape is a very serious subject that should be tackled
0: with too heavy for the fun show.
1: Exactly, that's exactly it. Like people don't like Con because of the engaging story. No, it's the opposite. It's obviously there's no engaging story, other than high, you know, hijinks ensue. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 try to give me a. Uh, you know, don't try to give me a fucking super serious story after.
0: I just wanted to keep mocking fantasy shows. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. Gaming in general. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I really hope they start like force, you know, the getting the skills and all that stuff, like keep, keep making them better and get them out of the starting area. And actually like, give. I like to show that they have goals, like when they had to go in the dungeon and like find the treasure Mm. that was a fun episode because it's like oh finally they have a goal and then they blow all their money on the giving everyone free liquor you know of mm-hmm. course oh they did this really cool thing and then of course you gotta like, set them back so they're there forever it, yeah it's like fuck's sake um but yeah no I, I really like enjoying Tsuba.
0: so far you've watched like everything I have how impressive and then finally is Little Witch Academia, but I haven't started watching it. Well, that show sucks. It. No, I'm kidding. I Haven't watched it. <laughs> we both haven't watched it even though I love this series as a whole, but yeah, it's like not, not on Crunchyroll and I just like haven't sought out where to watch it yet. Gotcha.
1: So, I have been watching uh, pretty much all that. Uh, I also finished 91 Days obviously for the review. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been I've been going through my blue my DVD library. And a show I watched, I bought a while ago called All Purpose Cat, uh, All Purpose Cultural Cat Niku Niku.
0: <laughs> what a name.
1: Exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? But if it was a full, like, series purchase for next to nothing, and I was like, oh, cool. F- complete series. Awesome. I will mm. gladly buy it. Well, finally, I sat down and watched it the other night. It is funny as fuck. It is from 1992. <laughs> um. It's like the first of its genre, which is I'm always so conflicted when I watch these type of shows because I have only watched three or four episodes so far, and I was really confused because I thought I was watching the wrong version of the show or something because the show was about this android girl or who used to be a cat whose brain got put into like an android girl, and and uh, she's there because like the father stole the, the father worked for like this mega corporation that he always makes, that they always like battling and they make really dumb products like automated washing machines that like combine and turn into like robots and like they, fall the <laughs> it's hilarious. Like they're, they're clearly like, you know, panning like robot shows and they have mm-hmm. different giant robots. They, like, and she has to like battle. Like she's got like, it's started with her going to school for the first time. And like, he's walking with the young child She's walking with a young child and she, he goes, okay, Nuku Nuku, you promised me you wouldn't tell people your powers and, uh, you know, whatever, and be use common sense. And she's, like, not paying attention and, like, walks into a crosswalk and a truck runs into her and the truck's destroyed, but she's just standing there like, oh, whoops, that happened.
2: <laughs>
1: but the show is really about, like... Th- The way they frame it is like the dad stole this android from the mega corporation, and then the parents got divorced. So she's there to protect and be a a guardian for the child. But yet that doesn't happen. So I'm like looking like, am I watching the wrong? Because they had a spinoff show too, and an OVA. And I'm like, am I watching something else? Like, it's this complete collection. It's 12 episodes. So well, I, makes, I don't like what makes you
0: say it's the first of its genre? What genre I guess is. this
1: was like this is like the uh, robot girl show, you know? Because then they got popular with things like Chobits. I can think of off the top of my head where it's like, oh, the fantasy girl comes from nowhere and serves her master type shows.
0: Oh, uh, like Heaven's Lost Property. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's been a million of these shows. Most of right? those
0: shows, that genre basically died out before I got into anime. Yeah. You saw Created and the end of it. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, and so this was, like, the first show. And this is clean. Like, there's no nudity. There's no fan service. Um, mm. but it's like... it was. Everyone refers to it like... Like Excel Saga. Like, the clean version of Excel Saga. Um... And like I said, I'm only three episodes in. And so far, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's kind of funny. Like, what I like about it is because I felt like they were just destroying every trope in anime. Like, there's a girl who's an occultist. There's a girl who's rich and stuck up. And every time she talks, they've got these two other girls that go, that's right, that's right. Whatever her name says is right. Like every single time, um, to the guy who does nothing but sing, he has an acoustic guitar and he sings every fucking one of his lines. It's amazing. <laughs> like every character Sounds in the classroom has like their own genre of like the 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 classic anime trope, you know. And was like, I didn't even know this show was from nineteen ninety two. Like I was just looking up the show. Like I just pulled the show off. Like I bought it and it's been sitting on my shelf for maybe a year. And. I was, I was like, that's always a weird name. What, what the fuck is this show, you know? So I finally popped it in the other night.
0: And you're still not sure what it is, but... I, yeah, I mean, so far <laughs> it just feels
1: like... It just feels like, um... Uh, she goes to school, and... Like, it's funny, because they'll be like, Oh, the school is... Is... Uh, part of the men... men- oh, let me get the name here. Um... Let's see. Um, one sec here. So, it's called All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. The best part is that she doesn't look like your typical cat girl. She doesn't have ears that stick. You know, she purrs and stuff. And, like, does little meows every now and then. But it's not, like, Black cat Cuties or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, these shows where they go way
0: Yeah, oh, It just reminded me that John watched that show, and I never did. Uh, Plat can, er, can it? Yeah, can't plan it.
1: Okay, so yeah, there's an evil corporation. They say is Mishima Heavy Industry. So the dad used to, is like a genius inventor, and he like apparently used to work for Mishima Industries. So every time they do, so, so the, the school is ran by Mishima Industries. So the rule is, well, they want to test their new products a, at the school. So like the first episode, they test. um a washing machine. And, um, the, they're, they're in the middle class and all of a sudden they're like, oh, students stay inside. We're, we're testing our latest product. And they cut to the dad. He's like, damn you, Mishima. What evil plans do you have this time? And then it's like a robot that like turns into it's like a washing machine that like has eggs, legs and arms and like pulls out a dress. It's like washing. And it's like, it's like, it's just a dishwasher. It's just a washer. It's like no, it's something more evil, and then it like breaks and like has to be destroyed by Nuku Nuku. She has to like defend the school, um, or like the <laughs> second one is like a heating and a defrosting unit that goes that like. And they're always like, "Damn you, Mishima! What other evil plans are you doing?" And like they'll be like, "Oh, we have a new product: the uh, a, a a freezer and a and a warmer, so that it could freeze something or it could cook something." And so, like, they take it to the fair, and uh, they the, they like, oh, look at this great tuna, and they're like, look, we can flash freeze this tuna, and he they freeze it, and he goes, damn you, Mishima, what have you done to that tuna? And then they <laughs> put it in like the the heating thing, and it burns the shit out of it. He's like, that tuna could have been eaten, now it's ruined. You evil, evil company. And then they like is, go berserk
0: and like this combine is like comedy, cat girl, Mega Man. Yes.
1: And so, a lot of people, like Sarah, like, this is like Excel Saga before there was Excel Saga. Hmm. And it's very much now, it's like, the slapstick zany, you know, what's gonna happen in every episode? You know, but I like the guy who sings, he's my favorite. I, I wish I could play the audio for you. Fuck you, Skype. Um, Because I'd love to play, like, the clip of the guy singing, like, he's like, oh no, the school, it's gonna be damaged. And he's like doing acoustic riffs that's awesome
0: <laughs> I'm assuming this is in English too yes this is dubbed it was dubbed by ADV
1: uh, released by ADV it was a dub the dub's really good
0: it's only six episodes I 12. found an OVA I guess so
1: that's the OVA I'm watching the TV hmm alright to give you an idea of what the show is like check this out I'm so sorry so sorry just jump through a third story <laughs> window Now, this is the third floor. (laughs) Now that we've cleaned up that mess, let me introduce Miss Atsuko Natsume. Everybody, make her feel welcome. Hello, everybody. It's so nice to meet my new classmates. A newcomer, huh? Well, that means I have to sing a song. (laughs) La 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 la, a newcomer comes. Out
2: of the blue, she appears before us, oh. oh, she didn't waste any time after transferring to this school. That stunt of hers must have been done to get the attention and hearts of all the boys. Well, she'll learn that I'm the Queen Bee around here. That's right! That's right!
1: What Miss Chico says is right! Bad omen. Bad omen. She came from the direction of the rear demon's gate. Ugh, something
2: horrible is going to happen...
0: I need more data to analyze the subject.
2: Oh, they're so weird.
1: All right, so, like, if you've been watching anime in any length of time, you should be like, yep. So, apparently this show is, the the TV show is from 1998, right, Zach? Yep. So, the only bad thing I got to say is every time they introduce a character on the screen... They do this weird strobe light effect, and I swear to fucking God I'm going to have a seizure or three. Every fucking episode is like, here, new character, bam, strobe light.
0: Japanese you know? letters with strobe light.
1: All right, in, the, in the dub, they, actually, uh, they all actually made that. In the DVD release, they actually made it in English.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. But still pointless.
1: Yeah. Because so like, well, yeah. every
0: time you see the character, you have to see their name. Maybe that in itself is a trope. I don't know.
1: I, I think it could be, yeah. <laughs> like, what'd you think?
0: I mean, yeah, it had all the stereotypes right there. And don't I you want to watch a, it now? Yeah, and I'm curious. <laughs> I don't see how anyone could write a coherent story with all of those disjointed characters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm interested to see what the... What the evil company's up to.
1: Yeah, Damn you, Mishima. I hope it just
0: has an incredible twist at the end where they actually do something really evil. Yeah. Where the, he was right the whole time. The
1: best part is so a little more spoilers. To get so they they cut over to Mishima Industries. Like there's a normal like uh, there's a normal office building of people just you know, randomly doing work and they'll start getting stuff that a secret call like they show two women like doing xeroxes and a xerox starts saying secret call secret call secret call and like someone gets like an email and it's a secret call secret call and they cut to a guy in the bathroom shitting and his toilet paper says secret call right <laughs> <laughs>
0: This sounds and then great. they
1: have to dress up in, like, these fucking, like, evil anime, like, you know how every character is, like, flamboyantly dressed? So they get, mm-hmm. they're all flamboyantly dressed in, like, capes and shit. And, like, the head guy, who's supposed to be evil, has, like, a face mask on and, like, a robe and a cape. And he's like, this is where Mishima Industries controls the market. But we need more! <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out that, like, they make, like, household, like, just junk that never works. They even say, yeah, their products usually suck and break. Uh, the show's amazing. Um, yeah, you should check it out.
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounds very entertaining.
1: So, that is about all I've been watching. Um, I've been looking through Fentimation's catalog to see if there's anything worth, worth watching. I've been wondering if I want to keep doing prison school or not. I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, eh, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's like... Yeah.
2: Mhm.
1: But yeah. Um. All right. Let's we'll just get into DVD picks because we spent nearly an hour talking so far.
0: It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. <laughs> I don't know if there's any. We got Persona Five, the animation, which I've seen. It's just one episode as a prequel to the game that's gonna come out. Well, it's out in Japan, but it's gonna come out here in April. Um no, but, and wait, I don't even know how to say this. Nobunaga. I imagine it's like about Oda Nobunaga or whatever, but they gotcha. added like an extra UNN. Um complete collection. One piece. One The myth piece. the Mystic Archives of Dantalion
1: Okay, that's a thing.
0: We got Busho Shinkai, Armored War Goddess. So yeah. And Comet Lucifer. None of those sound very romantic.
1: No, no, they don't.
0: No. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> no. on that yeah. list. We got let's do it next week then. Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, complete collection, Blu-ray. How
1: much is Definitely that going come-
2: for?
0: Um well, they have two listed here. Oh, I guess one's second gig.
2: Yeah, and that's the both, second season.
0: They're both 70. Ooh. You got The Asterix War, Volume 3. I don't know how that show has so many volumes. I heard bad things. We got Assassination Classroom, Season 2, Part 1. All right. Freezing Vibration. Yeah. Yeah, fan service.
1: Remember that show? I, I played the trailer for you for Freezing, and they're like, this is... Just great. Oh, yeah. Women fighting over me.
0: Norigami Arigato. Thank you. I Arigato. watched some of it, or Norigami, but I don't think I ever finished the second season. Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Oh, yeah. Unbreakable Machine Doll, save edition already. Damn. I, I love that show, personally, but it was very short. And, well, now you can get it had, for 20 bucks. Yeah, had no continuation, but I think it was great for what it was. Green legend ran Utano Princeama Revolutions.
1: That's uh Prince that's that's Utna, man. That's
0: why is it called that instead of Revolutionary Girl Utna?
1: Because they felt like being all Japanese about it apparently.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know, that's a great question.
0: Mm, no, you're wrong. This is something what? else. It is? This is Uta no Prince Sama Revolutions, the third anime adaptation of the Otome game Uta no Prince Sama, The Boys Love. What? So yeah, it's I What mean, the
1: fuck? It's Why, homosexual
0: like Utna, but it's not the same.
1: <laughs> no, it's 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 not the same. Poor Oh
0: no I <laughs> <laughs> picture that girl getting slapped. Sony pictures with Metropolis. Woo. Sailor Moon Crystal. Boo! <laughs> yeah. Boo, Sailor Moon! Coming right out of Excel World, which I thought they did wonderfully with. They get all the bad rap with Sailor Moon Crystal.
2: Boo!
1: Wait, why, why have we seen new, anything new in Excel World? What the fuck? Oh, wait. They have SAO money now
0: yeah I mean recently like the Excel World movie came out but half of it was recap and people were mad so I well, haven't seen it yet
1: yeah same here and dude the same guy does
0: Sword Art Online yeah the same author Excel World is just like a better show though I was excited for a movie yeah well none of that sounds good I wouldn't waste my money on any of it I saw Persona 5 and it was very average but I am going to play the game
1: of course you can play the game
0: Persona 5 is like the only thing on the list. I have to buy a PS4 just to play the game. I don't even own one.
1: Damn. I have a crappy Xbox One now. Used to have a PS4.
0: (laughs) Man. But all the weeb anime games are on PS4. How could you ever leap?
1: I I want to protect Yuna, uh, Asuna, and that Sword Art Link game, Hollow Revelations, or (laughs) or whatever the fuck it's called. Clearly
0: doesn't play the game.
1: Clearly I don't. It doesn't
0: even know the name of it. Yeah, I mean, Asuna can die. Ah! We're
1: gonna get hate mail now.
0: Yeah. From Asuna, I like her character much more than I could ever like Kirito. The overpowered beater. (laughs) It's still the running joke between me and my friends. Even one of my friends made a reference today. Because John and I were playing a game. And I was reading about the game. And then. My other friend, Zach, was like, are you guys being beaters right now, reading about the game to get an unfair advantage? <laughs> and it's like, even people that don't watch anime in my group of friends now, like, use it as some comedic insult, because it's such a ridiculous ah, time. Jump the
1: shark. Now it's popular, and it's like Attack on Titan now. Everyone knows about it. We're not cool. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know what? This podcast is done. Too many cool people know about anime now. We're, we're too mainstream now.
0: Yeah, Sword Art's definitely mainstream, for good or bad. But. Whatever.
1: Hey, make that money, man. Make that money.
0: Yeah, I mean, otherwise, we're only going to get 50 anime a year instead of, like, you know... 55? Like 300, 300, yeah. <laughs> like, some unconsumable amount. Alright, well, that's DVD picks. Um... I guess you choose Ass Class. Ass
1: Class Season 2. Mm-hmm. More ass.
0: Mm-hmm. But not as much ass as freezing vibration
1: yeah very true <laughs> very true I'm
0: curious to know what the mystic archives of Dantalion is
1: well look it but up
0: that's too much work I don't we'll, care we'll wait much. All right. please hold we're we
1: searching things for your entertainment secret entertainment.
0: call <laughs> uh, oh it looks like the gosik it's like very Victorian does she but have a bonnet yeah but she does oh
1: shit <laughs> and she's in
0: like the victorian black dress but action mystery historical supernatural it's the same genres ah what the fuck let's see as huey settles into the manor an old rival of his grandfather's arranges a meeting with them dalian knowing the rival to be wesley's killer tags along and discovers that the murderer is in possession of a phantom book a cursed tome that wesley tried to steal seal away when the book puts the two in danger, Huey discovers that the Bibliotheca Mystica de Dentalian and Dalian Jesus are one and Christ! the same. <laughs> and she entrusts Huey with the key to unlocking the knowledge stored within her. Wow. If that's not a euphemism, I don't know what is. Together, Dalian and Huey seal the book away and thus begin an unlikely partnership as they solve mysteries caused by other phantom books. Wait, what? Yeah, the synopsis doesn't really make sense other than, like, he's the proverbial key for her lock. Wink, wink. And the biblioteca mystica de Dallian and Dalian are one and the same. (laughs) That's my favorite line. Here's
1: what I've never understood about these things. Hey, this thing, this object is evil. Well, let's not break it or, you know, put it in a fire or do something worthwhile. No, we're just going to go put it behind, like, a safe.
0: No, he, he tried to seal it away, but someone killed the guy. And then someone killed Wesley, who had sealed it. Oh, not Wesley. It's like, yeah, shows like this always have, like, one family who's sole purpose of their lineage is to seal it away and the other one whose sole purpose is to murder them and to release <laughs> it.
1: It's, it's a like, poor man's version of Jojo.
0: Yeah, maybe you could just both not have that be your life's goals and Thanks then just lot. do nothing.
1: Thanks a lot, Dad. Give me this <laughs> fucking responsibility. I can't, I can't just be a normal kid. Asshole.
0: See, I don't even hate Jojo for that because I love that show. I'm too biased. Yes. But that's more like their families are rivals. Their families aren't rivals because it's JoJo's goal to seal something away. Although, you could say it is as it relates to the mask. You
1: know what I just thought of? We need more Hajime no Ippo anime.
0: What is his family's goal? To be a boxer? (laughs) To
1: be a boxer. To be the best there very was. There very was?
0: (laughs) I don't know. The best there very was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Clearly Ipo's family does not speak English. No, they are
1: very Japanese.
0: <laughs> we are very Japanese boxers. We will become best there very was. Yes. Uh. I hope some English dub in the future um, just like makes a point of dubbing it poorly because none of the characters are English. <laughs> I think it would be pretty funny if... He just dubbed in, like, very broken English, and they're like, this uh, no, family.
1: I think people would be like, that's very racist. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, maybe just having them speak English is racist. Are we whitewashing their culture? We are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> but, yeah, very broken English, and you have, like, one European family in the show, and instead of having them do, like, broken Japanese, they speak perfect English, and everyone else does broken English.
1: <laughs> I actually think they did that in a show not too long ago. I think they did that in free like really? they went to like new zealand the gay or swimming show the gay swimming show
0: <laughs> is already praised for doing the thing i wanted i guess I yes
1: they went to like new zealand and like or like no australia and like the people spoke like perfect australian english in the in the show and then like <laughs> uh the the japanese were like speaking broken terrible english
0: yeah i mean I guess that does happen. Like Kayon does it too when they go to London. Yep. But I just, I just think it'd be funny if the whole premise of the show was that.
1: I like sushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, ninety-one days.
0: Uh. How about right now? Not ninety-one days now. <laughs> Fine. Boo. Well, you're the one that wants to talk about this. I'm just going to bash it once you build it up, what? so no, you, you get to start.
1: <laughs> All right. 12-episode show. Um, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it is a work of originality. It's not a, from a game. It's not from uh, a manga. It's not an adaptation of any kind. Thank fucking God. We actually get a fucking ending in this show.
0: Wow, you mean if you make something its own source material, you're allowed to write an ending I know shocking For crazy <laughs> it would never work with Konosuba
1: <laughs> so the show uh is about and the show- and honestly even in the title card um they give they they don't give away the ending, but it's it's very much like okay, so the show is about uh a boy who then turns into a man from you know seven years on. The first episode: His parents, his family's murdered by uh, by the um, the Vanetti crime family, in this uh, out in this fictional town called Lawless, and um, they're just outside of Chicago. It's in the U.S. Apparently, uh, the show is based in the '30s during Prohibition. So, um, and then we meet the surviving child. Named Angelo, who gets a letter saying, "I know who killed your family, and his whole motivation is to uh, basically take down the Vanetti family and kill everyone involved with his parents' murder and his family's murder. So his mother, his father, and his younger brother Luce were all murdered by the Vanetti Cram family.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: his goal is to get into the family. And then take them down from the inside. He happens to know a buddy of his who kinda he meets back up with after seven years. Um uh, uh what was his name? Uh uh car, car, Corteo. Car, Corteo, that's it. I am trying to think how you fuck you say it again. Yeah. Um, uh, Corteo, who happens to make like this really good like whiskey you know, uh whiskey Moonshine. Yeah, pretty much moonshine. So, he gets an inn to sell this moonshine, and uh, he gets part, made part of the family. And then he systematically starts killing the people <laughs> from the inside.
0: And what do they name the moonshine? Lawless, after Lawless the town. Lawless Heaven. And he has, his, he has to change his name from, like, Angelo Lindini yeah, so to. <laughs> he becomes
1: an alter ego named Avilio. Mm hmm. So, um. So what? basically, this is 91 days from the start of the show to the end um, during his life.
0: Minus the seven years they skipped.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you meet all kinds of characters. It is crazy the amount of people you meet in this show. And at first, I mean, I remember talking about this. We had to have a fucking, like, someone on Reddit made, like, a graph... Of who belonged to what family and how everybody was connected, but then after a while it became super fucking obvious. So there's three main crime syndicates. There's the Vanetti family, which is like a small uh, organization who kind of runs lawless, um, and it's they have what's called the island, which is like this man-made island within the show within the city that's like basically like nothing good happens there. <laughs> then you've got the Orco family who's kind of a bigger uh a bigger crime family and they're kind of competing with with the Venetis over the territory and you know, they're trying to make money in the same territory so they're always fighting each other and and you know basically just you know the rivalry. And then in the background of all this, you've got the um the, was it the What were their names?
0: I think it's something with a G, but
1: I don't remember. Yeah. Um, the glassias That's what it was. The mm. So The Glassias are like the big family that kind of just, uh, they really don't, they, they see a lot of this as like, it's supposed to be like a two, you know, like a two horse town. Like, oh, okay, whatever. We yeah, make some money. They all live money. in Chicago. Nope. Yeah, they're right. they're located in Chicago, so they, they Lawless to them is just a small fry, like, ah, let them fight over it and we'll just you know, we'll we'll kinda of pull the strings from the uh from the from the shadows. You know. So the glaciers and the and the uh and the um the, and the no the other one.
0: Orca Orca. Oh
1: I didn't talk about the Orco, did I?
0: Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Three, okay, three.
1: sorry. Yeah. So the Orcos are like established with the Glacias and essentially they're like trying to basically take out the Vanetti family. So they got this rivalry. Well, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the show, one of the Orcos' sons marries the daughter of the Don of the of the Vanetti family, um, and um. Essentially, like, uh, basically, Angelo starts t- going on booze runs and, you know, gets gets the Vanetti crime family there, uh, basically gets them there in. Because now they have, before they had nothing, you know, they were just kind of a small mm-hmm. two-bit family that basically... No, it's, it's
0: the Chicago family that marries in. It's oh, is Glassi- it Glacius? Okay. Yeah, because they have, like, Ronal- Ronaldo, Ronaldo Glacius. Yeah, so are the
1: Orcos. I forgot what... Were they the other family that they were always fighting with?
0: Yeah, Orcos is the one they fight with Lawless, in, and Orcos also the one Fango kills the leader
1: of. He, oh, that's right. Oh, that was crazy. And really he, like,
0: right. be- takes it over. But yeah. Glacius is the one trying to make good, and they have, like, the marriage, but everyone basically hates them still.
1: Yeah, so, so even, like, even I've watched the show, it's still kind of... Eh. They do an okay job of explaining this, but you kind of got to be like, sit back and be like, okay, what what the hell's going on here? Because they introduce so many freaking characters.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a reason I regret not watching the dub. Is like, initially it was fine. Yeah. But then by like episode four, the oh, the, subs, the subs just overwhelming. I can't tell them all apart. And when that I'm reading.
1: that and then it's just like information overload.
0: Yeah. Like, in the middle, there's, like, two episodes where they're in the Vanetti mansion, where it's just people conversing. It's just so much information.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned Fongo. I think my favorite character of the show. Because mm-hmm. he was just so out there.
0: He was so lawless.
1: He was. <laughs> he fit the town. He pretty much did. So, Fongo, um... It's basically this hood, like, the, the 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 main villain, I guess you could say. Um, and he's, like, sadistic crazy. Um, and I really like the dub work they did it for him. The dub overall, I, I loved it. I'll just say now. I love the dub work. So, essentially, the show revolves around two main characters. Angelo and Nero Venetti. The, the eldest son of the Venetti crime family. And, essentially, he's trying to... Vi for becoming the Don. He's next in line with his younger brother, Viteo. Um, but Nero has run out of town because um, he doesn't want to go along with the plan of the Glacius and the Venettis, uh coming together as, you know, stop warring. Because he's like, ah, they're just... You know, they're, they're waiting for their chance to wipe us out. You know, they're taking their orders from the Orcos and the Orcos are taking their orders from the, you know, from the, you know, people in Chicago, you know, so they're like, well, fuck you then, Nero, get out of here. So mm-hmm. Angelo and Nero go on, basically go on a, uh, go on a road trip, essentially. Um, and they do things.
2: Uh, <laughs> wait,
1: No, nothing gay. Shut up. Oh,
0: okay. They don't do things. Uh, I mean,
1: what really found this show engaging was just everything moves so quickly in every episode. Like every episode was like you felt satisfied. Um, like the uh, the show is really good at like having the a mood and having the characters like the like when we see uh, Angelo the first time he's like this depressed, just kind of there person. And he keeps to himself, and, you know, we meet him, and he's, like, got a wallet, and threw, threw yeah. us a bunch of money. And We finally find out he's got, like, 50 wallets. He's,
0: like, like, a he's, super edgy guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, um, don't
0: talk to me. I'm so bittered from my past. Like, pretty much. But you know why he's bittered, because his whole family was murdered. Yeah. But, yeah, he's so, very recluse in the beginning of the show.
1: Yes, but then he, like, kind of comes into his own, like... And there's events that happen that are truly shocking. I mean, um...
0: Except the entire end. Yeah. I can't wait Well, to even finish.
1: then, though, it was. Like, you knew it was nah, going nah. okay, <gasps> to... Oh, no, no. So you knew... know why he's
0: named Nero, right? <laughs> yes. From, the... from the he, His whole end follows exactly Nero from the Roman Empire. Oh, I did not know... Wait, what? If you know Western Okay, I don't history... know...
1: I do not know my history, so... Okay, so I know a lot Enlighten of
0: history, me. and this is why the show annoyed me. Because the last two episodes are just... Someone lifting real life history. So Nero, uh, well, basically, there's a lot of backstory to why this happened, but he was eventually hated in Rome and drove out of the Senate. And what happened is he was disguised and brought to his friend's villa outside the city. Okay, so remember when they're trying to escape Nero out of Lawless? Yeah. And they have to like to disguise him or hide him in the car and drive him out of there? Okay, that's that part. And then. He's like very upset that he couldn't make right with the Senate and that his family in the Senate is falling apart.
1: So that's where he was talking about the job that that his parents were murdered at. He couldn't pull the trigger and kill uh, Mm -hmm. Angelo.
0: Okay, yep. And then he says he has a lot of regrets and prepared himself for suicide. That's what the real Nero did. But then he couldn't do it. And in the end his most trusted private secretary was asked to perform the task. I'm just reading the Wikipedia, but I knew the general story before. So then eventually um, he didn't have the guts basically to kill himself and his trusted aide did. So the whole end of the show is so, like they well, So hold on, hold on.
1: So well, what about the fact with his younger brother where he becomes you know in charge of the crime family because of the, the – basically the back half of this is – the father of the... You know, the the Don of the Venetti family. Basically, he's old and he's dying. And he's kind of like, hey, one of you guys are going to get it. Well, because Nero is out of town, um, uh, Viteo becomes the lead... Leader of the Vanetti family. And essentially becomes so paranoid about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh... You know, events occur, I guess you could say. What about that event that occurred? Uh... Unrelated to this.
0: Um, I'm assuming yeah. so. I mean, kind of unrelated. Okay. No, Nero just... Nero banishes his brother, real life Nero, from the city. Okay, I so... don't know. I don't know quite enough to know if it was because they were like a rival for being the leader, the emperor. But. But yeah, the whole end was just upsetting because it was like, oh, he was disguised, and then he was evacuated. He has deep regrets from his past. But he, re- he, like he mentions, I think in the show, like that he didn't feel like going on living until he met Avilo or, or whatever.
1: I don't think that I, I. don't remember that.
0: But then at the end, of I, him, I just remember why is him that- saying
1: that I, I. I felt like I regret because he's like I didn't want to murder anybody, but the fact that I couldn't shoot the kid who ran away, who happened to be him, Angelo. Um, you know, my father. You know. I had to keep proving to my father that I was worthy to be the next Don. Like, I always felt like I owed something to my... You know, my father thought less of me because of that. Mm. And he was 14. So here's what the interesting thing is. The characters... Like, Nero Venetti is only 21 in this show. Because mm. he said he was 14 when they originally went and did that job. It was his first job for the family... That he did, and he was 14 at the time, so he's only 21 or 22 because they say he was seven years after the fact
0: yeah I don't know it just that didn't seem predictable yeah anyway yes.
1: so I thought the ending felt like him finally getting finally doing what he was supposed to do in the beginning during the job like he's like, finally I, I did it. He doesn't mm. say that, obviously, but that's the way, because he just kind of closes his eyes and, you know. And don't get me wrong, you guys are probably like, oh, you told me the end! No. The fucking title card has Angelo, or Avilio and and uh, Nero, Nero, and, like, a church pointing guns at each other. Like, they're, sta- they're just, like, standoff, like, who's going to pull the trigger first?
2: Like, mm-hmm. even
1: in the opening scene, I watched A Mother's Basement on YouTube of what's in an op for this show and realize they use a lot of footage from later episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't have any really original footage, per se, in the op. So it's very much like, okay, this show is built around something to do with Nero and Avelio. But what's cool is they kind of, they form a friendship. They form a bond. And it's almost like, hey, if we weren't in the shitty... Situation of, you know, being in a crime family, we had to actually get along. You know? Um. There's a lot of disposable characters in this show, um, but I really like Corteo. I also like the, uh, the, the, the barkeep, the young barkeep, the boy. Mm hmm. Like. Um. But yeah, I think Fongo was my favorite character, just because he's so crazy. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, they do a great good show though of of having events where it's like something big will happen. Um they keeps you guessing. They aren't they like you said, they can't get a little like hey, we're in a room and we're talking for a while. They can do that. But usually it's pertinent information. It's not like an information dump per se. They kind of do it in the beginning of the show, but after that they're good and it's, they keep the story going. And there's always events that keep you guessing of like, oh wow, that came out of nowhere, and they keep progressing the story. But at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen. They don't shy that away in anything.
0: Yeah, that's um, true. And then some people think the show's rather inconclusive in its ending. Um,
2: uh, yeah, it's
0: at least left into interpretation because you see like footprints from the beach after, and.
1: Yeah, that's true. I remember
0: reading that, like, some people said they're just both still alive, but...
1: Well, no. In which we, case,
0: the story's a lot less impactful. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think Nero lived.
1: Well, but. clearly we... Know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he just floated away because he's Jesus. <laughs> or he walked in the uh, water part and they didn't pan far enough over. Yeah. Well, if you pan over a little more... Oh, there's footprints running back up to the car. Um... No, I really, really like the show though. I, I gotta say, it was nice. It was nice watching an anime with no high school kids. Nobody has superpowers. Um, now you gotta say like, oh, oh man, they can't shoot. We're shit. Yes, but people get shot. Like there's a, there's a whole series of episodes where a dude gets shot and they have to like, uh, you know, go to their enemy for help essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like it was so nice to be like, man, this is so out of the normal anime that's airing right now. There's no high school. There's no special powers. Nobody's there's, like. There's no
0: magical wars. Yeah. That there's we got no for twenty seasons.
1: Yeah. There's no like. Oh, he's a super skilled. Uh, um, he's a super skilled assassin because. He was, you know, stuff like I look at stuff like uh, Requiem of a Phantom where they were like, you know, kind of, it's a mafia kind of mob there. kind of deal. But it was like, oh, this person was kidnapped as a child and trained as an assassin. And now they're an assassin, but, but other stuff. No, this was like a period piece. I still dislike piece.
0: that about anime. It's like it's not entirely original because they set up the main character to have like some overriding tragedy yeah that's true so cool it like pushes the story along but the problem i have with these types of shows is for every other encounter he has i know the writers are gonna say that drives him more than anything else could for example when he's given the gun and told to go shoot you know and it's like you can't even hope for him to decide something else. Like, to me, there's no tension, because well, I know, like, they gave him such a tragic past that, yeah. like, he, he well, has to even, make Even, like, the back.
1: shooting, like, of the... You know, in the beginning, where he's, like, knocking off the bit players of the Vanetti family. Mm. You know, the, 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 the low-level, you know, people. It's kind of... It's shocking that it's done. Like, I like the way they do it. It's very stylized. It was very, like you were like, yeah! yeah, fuck yeah, you got yours, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. You know, it's done very but, gritty like uh, yes. Prohibition movies are. <laughs> yes.
1: So but I, I do like f- the
0: cinematography, but once again, his character just doesn't shine, you know? Because it's like, well, this is something he had to do as, like, a character.
1: Yeah, exactly. My whole point was like, well, when we meet him, he's just some guy in a boarding house, a flop house he rents, mm-hmm. you know? We, but yet, you can go to this, like, he can be this killer. Like, did he Did he take shooting lessons? He's like, a powerful,
0: I, edgy guy, which, like, anime has too much of. But.
1: but, I mean, like, I would have liked some more backstory. Like, what happened in those seven
0: years to get to this point?
1: Because he abandoned his friends and You know, yeah. with his friends. So he clearly <laughs> wasn't
0: coping with it all this time. No. <laughs> Therapy then, wasn't a thing.
1: Yeah, not in the 30s, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, no, like, he hadn't seen Corteo in seven years. You know but he bumps into him essentially, you know he doesn't even know he makes the booze when he goes, oh we got a plan we can get in here's my opportunity to get into the vanettis um you know right. he uses that but i I wish they would have did more about between
0: Which brings, brings me back to my main problem is like the only reason it happened seven years ago in the story wasn't because they wanted to write something in between it was because it's more tragic that he was a child during it
1: exactly,
0: and it's like eventually there's just too much tragedy factor where I can't uh, I don't know. I can't like be surprised or get wishful yeah. that he might make a different decision because they made it the most powerful thing they could ever do. And but I, I felt
1: beard. though they did really good stuff though. Like when they were building up to the crescendo of the anime, the playhouse opens, and they're like, "This is going to happen. This is going to happen." I mean, you had the the other events of of the you know the the the, the character who we find out who actually sent him the letter. I was shocked. I was like, holy shit, you know. Um, yeah. And then when the events led up to the climactic ver- part scene of the show, what happened, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. I, I felt like the parts of the show that made it fun to watch were the events you didn't see coming. Like the whole thing with Corteo and Fango. Mm-hmm. To me, that was amazing. Like, holy Fuck.
0: Yeah, that was really good actually. So won't bash like it that. entirely, but its weak points to me are definitely like Nero and Avilo are just uh, one-dimensional, boring characters. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, it's like someone. I feel because like... I've seen all the same Western movies they may have seen in writing the show, mm-hmm. the show probably seems more exotic to an Eastern Japanese audience. To me, having known enough about Western history and seeing all of the other Prohibition movies, it seemed very textbook. Like, gotcha. I could write this story.
1: Gotcha. I mean, like, I, yeah, and I feel like I didn't really see that many influences, per se. Like, I would have thought, like, oh, the, you know, maybe a, a homage to, like, a famous scene in The Godfather or, or Scarface or something, you know, mm-hmm. the really popular, yeah. you know, or even this The Sopranos. not even necessarily
0: that. I should say I've seen enough revenge type movies that they have to be done a certain way it just so happens it had a prohibition skin and it was really like like you said it was well done for what it is and it had some good twists the
1: the, the one thing i did know it's hard to write
0: interesting characters into like a historical type show i
1: thought it was pretty cool that they finally were out of japan obviously they spoke japanese because of because of the you know obviously it's a japanese tv show but (laughs) I felt like it was really well done The setting, the characters were really They were dressed appropriately Until The episode where the Prohibition officer He was going to spend the day with his family And you see his wife and kid in like kimonos
0: Oh I didn't
1: And I'm like what the fuck are they wearing They're like wearing kimonos
0: Outside of Chicago You're in fucking
1: Chicago, you're in Illinois In the 30s who the fuck wears a kimono? The guy's not even Japanese. He was like every Danny every American. He was <laughs> like um you know Rex Banner from The Simpsons.
0: Yeah. It would never happen.
1: Look at me Rex Banner. I got a new hat.
0: <laughs>
1: um, But yeah like I, that was the only time I was like what the fuck? But well, they didn't eat rice. They didn't you know they ate soup. They ate meat. It was like um, you know, I was I, I, was I upset was by really how much good. they were
0: eating during the Great Depression.
1: Oh come on, they're rich. Fine. Come on, Orco was a big, fat guy who yeah, who owned an used Italian restaurant was, yeah, and he was, was pretty rich. great
0: when he made all of his supporters. Fango made him all of his supporters whoa, whoa, eat a little lasagna. Man,
1: damn, but spoilers. Damn, dude, <laughs> that was like I was. I nearly threw up. Um, <laughs> I was
0: like, holy, none shit. of the show is that compelling for me. So I don't know.
1: Uh, to me, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I like I said, I watched this episode. I watched all the nine remaining episodes in two sittings. Hmm. Like I
0: plowed through them.
1: So it was just an interesting watch. Um,
0: you give it overall? I give it an eight. Hmm. I give it a six.
1: I mean, I really like the care I like the period. I like the fact that they stayed almost on point. You know, the characters, pieces, the set design, everything. Was on point, the you know, all that. Um,
0: Their suits weren't suits were baggier then. Well, like <laughs> could not afford tailors. Just nit nitpicky things. Their suits were too form fitting. Uh, too many Model Ts for the period. Uh, there was probably lots of Model
1: Ts because I probably all there was.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Remember, it's the '30s, isn't? The Model T came on in the early 1900s, or the late 1800s, even. mm Hmm. Cars were a thing then. But they also had horses and stuff too, so. Yeah, I I really liked it. I I mean, I would say definitely watch it. It's something that's like out of the ordinary. It's not... It's something that's unique to anime. I mean, there's other shows. Baccino. Baccino, or like I said, Phantom, Requiem of a a Phantom. um, Or I think of uh, Black Lagoon. But I feel like Black Lagoon is more of a uh, action movie more than a than a you know mobs mob story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it though. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm glad that we got an ending. Seriously, like you know, even though you may not disagree, you may not agree with the ending, or like you said, you could take the ending any way you really, you know, it's up for interpretation. I was actually like, finally, a show that actually has a fucking ending. That it has a start, it has a middle, and it has an end. That's rare in anime,
0: mm-hmm. because they want to. No, I, did, I did like that because they traveled together at some point. Those two characters could actually have a conversation, and I feel like a lot of anime would just have them at, at odds with each other, mm-hmm. and then they do the anime thing where they like both divulge their life stories to each other as they face off. And I actually and gotta I, say
1: too, I you know I was expecting that. I was expecting, like, this big climactic flight scene, you know, in a cathedral or something, or like, you know, they're going to have this crazy, you know, one-on-one shootout. They didn't have any of that.
0: Yeah, they did a good job in They that didn't have regarding. people yelling, like,
1: oh, I want to kill you! I'm going to I'm gonna do this! and Or, you know, no one, like, well, now that I've captured you, let me tell you my evil plan. There was none of that shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, because they encountered each other so much it made sense that they talked I hate anime, they keep the villain and the hero obtuse from each other and then they're like oh, all this tension built up they gotta face each other and it's like eh, realistically if someone was that much of your enemy you would encounter and talk to them at some point
1: yeah, no, I, I agree
0: that's why JoJo is such a compelling show they have the characters that are at odds with each other constantly interacting and there's no, like, info dump before they face off. You know who's every who all the stakes are and stuff like that. And this show did an equally good job, though I didn't like the main character. I can prize it on really leaving everything together well for only 12 episodes. Okay, None so of it, it felt rushed.
1: No, it did not. But it felt like 12 was a sweet spot, because I think if they tried more, it would just be like, oh, we got to do this more random job, so we got to go... Fight someone, or you know, what I yeah,
0: mean. No, I agree. It's like because it was an original story, it gave them the ability to fit a show to 12 episodes. And that a lot you, of anime do a terrible job of fitting a show to 12 episodes.
1: That you didn't have to be like, oh, we got to get every character in the manga some screen time,
0: you know, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like Corteo's little sister who subsists only on moonshine profit money. It's like, what you you know, you know, there'd be a character like that if it was a manga. Be uh, there kind of was
1: with the with the with um the the sister of the of the Vanetti well, the point of
0: her, is she was being married off. That's yeah, like an important plot device. It is. not like a pity character, like the Lucius sister. Yeah, she was
1: very, very. She was very. uh
0: Yes, agreed. The well, Lucius sister is just. A oh no, she's handicapped and she's blind. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, at least this one had a real purpose in the story yes
1: so sorry it's late um you said you didn't like angelo's character what could you what is there if anything you could do to
0: don't make his intro in his backstory so damning like okay it's so heavy-handed that every point in the story i'd be like okay yes to make a decision here but his family was fucking murdered in front of him when he was a child. So, of course, he's going to choose X.
1: Well, no, but he never gets any choices, like... though. That's the thing. His choices are like... He doesn't have choices. He's like, I'm just moving forward towards my goal.
0: I mean, he has choices. When it's revealed who the person sent him the letter, he could have just killed that guy. It's like he could have changed oh, his course throughout the show, and oh, yeah. he doesn't. And it's fine that the story is compelling because it doesn't, but um, it just makes him such a boring character. But I they also feel make... like they
1: tackle that, though. They do. They tackle that. Like, hey, you can just fucking run away right now. You have asked tons of money. Remember when he throws the water money at him? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the 30s. This is the depression where everyone's out of a fucking job.
0: Okay, but what's and his reason?
1: Because he wants revenge.
0: Right. But they so tackle my, the my fact point... that
1: he could, that Corteo is like, hey, enough's enough. Like, you're <laughs> well, you, you rolling I and dough. I never go, thought he, could... he
0: would ever choose to run away, and he doesn't because the revenge is too damning. They could have made it like, oh, his But mom he was even killed.
1: is like, why? What's your goal? Oh, to kill everybody. Well, then what? Huh? Even he says that, like, they talk about it with him and Nero in, in episode mm. 11.
0: Yeah, just... Like, what know. was your
1: end goal after all this? Like, okay, you took down the Vanetti crime family, then what? I'll get some done. <laughs> I think I'll go get a job.
0: Yeah, maybe they... I mean, they could use that for the point of the story, is uh, perhaps the person who wrote the story purposely made it so traumatizing that they're trying to make a point that, like, oh, he can't change his course in life, it's that bad. No, but, but they to, bring
1: it up, though.
2: Yeah, but to me, like, that's like,
0: lazy writing, because, like you can then have your character mm, have that dialogue and then cement him further into being unable to change what he wants to do. It's like, if one thing begets the other.
1: Yeah. Well, I also thought it was cool, though, that, and he goes, you know, my father was, you know, Tesla Lagusa, and the character, you know, the Don is like, oh, my God! Like, I thought that was amazing. Like, the visuals, like, holy shit! <laughs> you know, um... I don't know I I get what you're saying They like one track mind but at
0: yeah, the end like of the day like, there's no story like there the Hitman guy in the Hitman games it's like it doesn't matter what his motivations are his
1: motivations are money Hitman Agent 47 is paid <laughs> to do a job
0: okay I know nothing about the game so it's a bad example but the point is it doesn't matter what the character is what a villa is He's just a device used to push the story of revenge.
1: Because that's his whole story. If he didn't have revenge, he'd have no character. There'd be no story. The story, at the end of the day, is revenge. No ifs, ands, or buts about it.
0: Yeah, but good revenge stories have a point where the character struggles with loss or a choice. He doesn't struggle with loss or a choice. He just shoots his friend.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, you're like really fucking spoiling the shit out of this. Um... Yeah, no, I get it, but that scene, though, he even says, like, do what you got to do. We knew it was going to come to this. Like, he knew when he came back that he was dead. He was a dead man. But it was, I don't want to live. It was kind of gay, but, you know, it was like, hey, I don't want to live without my best friend. I'd rather <laughs> die and not know I have to worry about what's going to happen or or what's going to happen after, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And yeah, it was kind of, I felt like, I don't know, you're right, I, f- I felt like they could have did more with that, but again, the 12 episodes, you kind of got to rush it.
0: It's like never was I on edge being like, oh shit, this is the toughest decision, it's like, well, there's it only probably one was, choice. But you... that
1: was, to me, that was the toughest
0: decision. No, there's only one choice you could ever make. It's not suspenseful if you know the outcome.
1: But you know the outcome from going into the first episode. You know the outcome from the fucking title card. That these that this one character this other character are going ma- gonna to end up facing off in some form or fashion. And then yeah. after the first episode, it is clear all this is is a revenge porn.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not saying they tricked me. I just think we enjoy different things. I like the uncertainty and... You like knowing the result, but uh, well, hearing, wasn't the, just good, the, result. hearing I like the good the, story that gets you there. Yeah,
1: I like, it's like, okay, I know the ending. Or I think I know the ending. Obviously, I didn't. Or it didn't play out like I thought it would. Or how they portrayed in the opening opening sequence. But uh, I like the drama. I like the everything, all the events, how they told the story leading up to, okay, I know what's going to happen. How the fuck do they get from point A to point B? How do they get from point B to C? How do we get to the end point where it's like, oh shit, they're facing off? You know, yeah. you know, so
0: I think they did great on that. It's like it's preference, right? If I enjoy shows because of characters I get to learn more about and I don't understand their motivations, this isn't the best show for me. But if you enjoy well written drama and the characters, they do the drama used, really well. Yeah. The character is used as a tool to push the well written drama, then you'd enjoy that type of show. So I, mean, I thought he was used a little too much like a tool for the plot.
1: Yeah, but you have to. I mean, he he's the main tool. Without the tool, better revenge the, stories the plot house falls apart.
0: Still have characters that have free will.
1: Yeah, but I also feel like, you know, Avelio just he's so set. It's like, I'm just going to do whatever I need to do. So he knocks people off, he murders, he does these jobs. But he does them as like, hey, my ultimate goal is revenge. I just got to do what I got to do. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, right? but like, like I said, the plot house falls apart if a video is not there or he has a different motivation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if just run away, the show uh, wouldn't be very good. I got, this, I got all
1: this mob money, and I, you know, I <laughs> have to go to Chicago to drop off this booze. I could just run away. It's not like GPS exists or anything. And there is like you five could fucking disappear. Beach episodes in the
0: after of him just on the beach with cute honeys. Exactly. He's like He's like, like fucking
1: behind. He go they go to Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the show just suddenly isn't the same. He has a harem in Japan.
1: Exactly. He's on the beach, you know, eating sushi, yeah. and you're right. It wouldn't
0: be the same show if he wasn't the character he was. But... Yeah, the show fucking falls apart. <laughs> well, that was that. He just hates revenge. He just really likes people. But I mean, they tried to do that. Okay, well, I don't want to discuss it anymore. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyway, like I said, I give it an 8. You give it a 6. Check it out, at least. I really, really, really enjoyed the dub from Funimation. They did a great job. They found characters that... They found voice actors that fit the characters really well.
0: Um, Yeah, definitely check out the dub. Some of my unenjoyment was a result of being overwhelmed by reading everyone's line.
1: Yeah, I found it much easier to watch the show dubbed... Because there was just so much talking and so much talking and so much talking, and when I'm watching the show, I'm not paying attention to who's really talking per se. And this show, you need to pay attention to who's talking. Otherwise, it's just a right. jumble of like words that, like.
0: It was hard for me hard, to tell no. by the voices. Yeah, I don't speak Japanese. So I think that would help.
1: Yeah, the dub was really well done. Everyone's very unique accent, right? You get like, but very well defined. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Fango was my favorite character, along with his voice actor. I think it was made it interesting because the the voice the voice Hacker did a really good job Hmm. but uh yeah anything else?
0: no no (laughs) alright
1: well hey uh, check out our back catalog of shows and we'll be back when we're back thanks for listening everybody
0: this has been the Bonsai Beat podcast if you have any feedback head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.